Welcome to another lacquer technical episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. I'm your host, Willem Klopper, and I never roll alone with these uh, technical discussions. I always go with my co-host, Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, hello and welcome. Thanks very much, Willem. It's, uh, again, uh, you know, we, we say it every time, but it really is a pleasure to do these things. Uh, you, you, you might think I just say that for the camera, but it's actually not. I really do enjoy it. I'm very privileged to do them. So, uh, um, thank you. Welcome. And yeah, mm. thanks for welcoming me, should I say. No, it's all about uh, the, the sharing the, the information and empowering plumbers with information about their trade and their industry. Ne? 100%. So to our listeners and our viewers, we're going to talk about taking technical initiative in your trade, in your work. Um, now, I think that there's a lot that can be said about it. But it's a, it's a it's a interesting strange sort of topic richard it's it's <laughs> i mean how do we talk about taking technical initiative it's it's a it's an interesting one yeah it's look you know <clears throat> it it is it, it you can you can almost unpack it in any way you like i mean you can go down any road almost but but i mean the key for me the key word there is technical technical initiative we are in a technical trade um, we are in a technical um, profession, and if we don't, if we are not technical people, like Willem, you, you, I cannot be a plumber if I'm not good with my hands. Um, you've got to be a technical person. You've got to be, you, you know, so that to me is the key, but it goes beyond that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, these days, uh, you know, when I started plumbing, it was pretty pretty much uh, uh, 60 or 75% with your hands and a little bit of rules and regulations. These days it's different. And, and also the tooling and the, and the, the landscape has changed so much that, that you really got to keep abreast with it. You know, you got really got to, uh, um, you really got to sort of stay on track with regards to new uh, technologies and so on. So nothing, nothing stagnates in the industry. There's no, there's nothing. What was, sort of suitable for us and and, and, a, and, a, and a track that we were on 10 years ago is not necessarily going to suit the the changing landscape around us these days. So you've got to be, I think, willing to recognize it. You've got to be willing to recognize the fact that, hang on, you know, I might know a lot, but I need to learn more. And because stuff around me has changed. And um, that's that's I think a very man. It's a it's a it's a pride thing. So for me personally, uh, you know, you you you'd say to yourself, "Oh well, I, I, I've always known this. I've always kind of done it this way. So why now I must?" I, but it's, so you got to overcome that. You got to say, "No, but hang on, there's there's new stuff around. It's uh, uh, the, the 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 landscape. Not only new technology, but the landscape of the industry has changed. The way that you interact with people has changed." The, your behavior on sites, the safety factors that it has to change, all these things. So you've got to recognize it, and then you've got to identify where it is that you, I think, are coming short and, and not really cutting the mustard, so to speak, and then be willing to change and act. Actually take a step forward and say, look, we've got to go and do something now. We've got to change this, go on an OSH um, course or, or, or something like that, whatever the case may be. Let's get introduced to a new technology uh, there's so much. It's such a vast uh, subject, Philip. Uh, Richard, uh, you know, the fact is we keep reiterating it in these in these discussions that we have that you mentioned it now. Uh, nothing, you know, the industry, your trade doesn't stagnate. 
it progresses, it moves forward. Things change. When we say that things change, we're looking at there's always going to be either a new, uh, uh, a, new, a new technology, a new product, a new material that a product is made of, um, new tools that can be used. And these things are always uh, invented or come up with or thought of to either improve the way that we have done things before or to improve systems and improve functionality or to make things possible that, that have never been possible before. One of the things that I learned recently, um, and, and I've been uh, involved in the plumbing industry and these technical podcasts and various other shows for four years now. And in the four years, I've never heard of the following thing. So this might be old news to the plumbers, the technicians listening and watching this, this episode. But to me, it was something new. I learned about mercerators in toilets. Um, and I learned and I, and I asked the, the manufacturer that I had a podcast with, I said to them, all right, so if you've got a mercerator, a shredder in, 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 the, in the cistern in the back there, and then a pump that needs to pump it, whatever, does it shred it? And he says, yes, it, it, it shreds the solids, like almost liquefies it, and then it pumps it away. And I said, but why would it need to be done like that anyway? Why, why is a mercerator needed? And he said to me, Willem, sometimes people like build on or convert an extra bedroom into a bathroom. And it's pretty difficult or pretty expensive to take that the, the, the larger diameter drain pipe to break open that floor or that wall or whatever to bring that in into that specific area or that specific room in the house that they want to convert. It'll be extremely expensive to break open the floor and whatever to put in a proper drain pipe to connect to the existing thicker diameter drain pipe whereas now you can put, put that mercerator thing in and it shreds it up and then you only need to install a, a smaller diameter pipe and it that pump will then be able to push it through that small diameter pipe with ease absolute ease so that it can connect to the old existing thicker diameter drain pipe and he said that makes it a lot more affordable, less costly to do it that way than breaking open and installing that thicker diameter pipe. Now, again, <laughs> to our listeners and our viewers, that might be old news. They may have known about that technology for a long time. But think about plumbers that have never heard of that before. Um, and when they charge their, their customers they charge them the old way of breaking open. Um, I mean, I've, I've recently learned about pipe relining and the fact that you don't need to, to dig somebody's garden up or break somebody's swim, but, uh, they, 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 <laughs> the Afrikaans would swim, but the swimming pool open to get to a pipe to, to take that old uh, cracked or leaking pipe out and replace it with a new one. You can just reline it. I mean, that's... And it's so much less expensive than digging up the whole swimming pool, Richard. And, and, and to me, we're talking about things like that, that makes, that are improvements, that are improvements. These are products and solutions that have come up with new technologies 
that improve things. And at the end of the day, it saves time, it saves money, and it makes things possible where things weren't possible before. So I think that's what we mean when we keep reiterating the fact that there's always going to be something new to make things possible, to improve things. Um, I keep, I, so I'm, I'm blabbering now, but we, we can't reiterate it enough. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you, I think you must take over these technical topics now because I mean, it sounds like you know enough now. You know, so I think what I don't know why you need me anymore. <laughs> hey, Richard, you, you. <laughs> I might know about these products, but I don't know how to install them, bro. That's your job. <laughs> no, that is a that is a very well known. Uh, uh, and in fact, you mentioned the word macerator. You get two types. You get the non macerating type. You get the macerating type. And the macerating type can handle anything you flush down the toilet. The non macerating type can't handle condoms, uh, <laughs> uh, feminine pads, uh, etc. But the macerator actually takes that and, and macerates it and pumps it up a twenty millimeter line five meters upwards, 10 meters upwards, no problem. So it's an incredible, that, that is that is something that is, I've installed many of them of very different types. And it's an incredibly, um, if you need it, you need it. Mm -hmm. That is, the, the, there's no two ways about it. So so, the, so that, for example, if you didn't know about that, you, you would have to, you would either say it can't be done or you'd have to come up with a different solution. Um, right. Same with the relining. Uh, I've I've done in my career so many repipes of properties and flats and sections of buildings and 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 I've also then at some point uh, said no no you know it's probably best that you look at the option of relining even though it excludes me you know I'm I'm not a reliner have a look at uh, employing a reliner because you've got such you know you don't want to chop up this and you don't want to do that it, you, 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 the cost factor might, so then you look at that and you've got to know where to draw that line it's not a it's like anything when i when i do it's the solar course you know and i speak about um which technology to choose for your home it's not about the going to the shop and finding the best looking one it's about how does it fit into your particular home and what do you need and and what must it achieve and then you have to purchase according to that you can't do it the other way around so you've got to know what's available and why it's there and what it does before you can actually make great, proper recommendations. Mm. So, I mean, let's just look at a few things that have that have that have changed in and and not not quietly and carefully. It's changed rapidly. I mean, I've found uh, personally one of the biggest changes in the workplace, the the, the physical workplace, that especially if you do construction, um, cons big construction plumbing, or not or not even big, just normal size, just homes and, and developments and that sort of thing is the OSH, the uh, occupational health and safety that you need to observe. It's, for me, one of the biggest um, things that are now here uh, that, that wasn't there when I was doing my plumbing, you know, my apprenticeship and doing my... It, it just didn't exist. You just didn't care. There was no such thing. So uh, but, so that is a massive, massive thing. You have to have a safety file in place. I also can help you with that if you remember. You know, you've got to have all these things in place because if something happens to your, to your worker or to you somebody around you because of your work exactly big trouble exactly richard the thing is that i what i've learned about the, the the occupational health and safety act is that your responsibility as an employer is not only to keep yourself and your your employees safe on site and in the workplace but anyone that may be affected by the work that you do in other words anybody that is in the premises or the vicinity of where you work so 
if you're at a client's premises, they also need to be safe when you do your work. And anybody who visits their place must also be safe. So their children or, or whoever, if you're at their business office, um, and those are the kind of things that plumbers need to know when they, it, it, it was never like that before. It was never like that before. Yeah. And I mean, exactly. So um, it, it was, the, it was always kind of a, ge a gentleman's or, a, or an agreement. I mean, an unspoken agreement, isn't it? Yes, of course, I can't come and knock you on the head with a hammer. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. But, but, but now it's a real serious thing. It's, it's, and, and any little mishap uh, comes straight back to you and you've got to have your ducks in a row. Um, the way that business is conducted uh, is, is another thing, just generally speaking. And I'm not a good businessman. I never have been. That's why I haven't got a, a empire behind my name, like some of my good friends and colleagues. But um, the, 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 the manner in which you, con you, you, you interact with your customers, the manner in which you interact with your, your, your senior contractors, I guess, it's all, it's all changing. It's all changing. You know, when, when, when you go and if I were to compare 20 years ago or 15 years ago, the interaction I used to have with my customers at that stage was a handshake and a nod. And I mean, there's, there's zero trust issues. But these days, you know, everything's digital and you've got to have this and variation orders. And so, so and, and we're not, we're, I'm not going to go into that, but it's, it's just a changing landscape in terms of how you interact with people and, and with clients. And everything has to be uh, eyes dotted and T's crossed with regards to um, um, liability protection and that sort of thing. And just making sure that you are in line with the Consumer Protection Act uh uh in terms of many things and 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 so on you know so it's a it's a very very it's a very changing landscape every day so yeah richard um i'm sure that there are quite a, a a number of other key aspects or key areas that have changed um and that we can talk about that um and i'd really want to listen to that and I, i'm quite keen to hear about that but i think uh for our listeners and our viewers let's just cross over to a quick ad break Richard and I will be back right after this. Good day. How can I help you? Hi. I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called the App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh, well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on the App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. Welcome back. You still tuned into a lacquer technical episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and Richard Bailey. Now, just before we went into our ad break, Richard and I discussed uh, taking technical initiative. And it basically boils down to um, the fact that the industry, the trade, the world is constantly progressing, moving forward, and therefore things are changing and taking initiative is staying up to date with that so that you can provide the best technical services to your customers. Now, Richard, you just before the break, we were focusing on some key areas of change. And we said that one of those drastic things that have changed, something brand new, was 
the Occupational Health and Safety Act. Um, we also said that the way that business is conducted, the way that you speak to and interact with your employees, as well as your, your customers, your clients, that has changed. Are there a few other examples of things that have changed that are new and that plumbers should be aware of so that they can implement or take initiative to adapt to that? Yeah, so, I mean, we, we've mentioned it actually uh, a few times is the technical, uh, you know, the, the, the new new products, various technologies that, that come up uh, on a regular basis. And we can unpack that a little bit later. But also public perception, Willem, is, is changed um, slightly towards uh, the plumbing industry. I feel it. I, I've actually felt it change twice in my career um, because I'm such an old dog that I've, I've, I've felt it from when, it was when I was going into it from fresh from school. I, I was, you know, all my peers said, "Ah, oh, this and that. Uh, you're, you're a plumber, this and that." And so there's that. And then I became a plumber. And then, every, and then a couple of I said, "Yes, that's quite lucky, you know." So, and then a lot of customers and clients over the years, "Ah, oh, my son must become a plumber, and my daughter must become." So that was a good perception. And then the last couple of probably eight or nine years, I felt it dip away drastically, and I think. It might just be coming back slightly now, but but there is always that changing public perception and how you need to manage that. I mean, how do you manage that? You you, you because it's it's very easy to 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 go into six um, maintenance jobs in a day uh, and be treated like rubbish six times in a row by people that you could walk past in the street and uh, and you'd never know, and it, it's disheartening sometimes. But I mean, having said that. I think the public perception has has changed. I, I slotted that in there. I don't know why I did, but I think it is something that we also need to adapt to, you know, the public perception. So we can unpack some of these things. Willem, some of the technologies, you mentioned relining, pipe relining. Um, that is something that is picking up speed drastically in, in, in South Africa. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a proponent for it. Uh, but I'm also a proponent for old school repairs. So I don't think it's a one shoe fits all. Uh, so it is, it's one of those things that is available to us should we need it. But it's not a one size fits all. I don't think. I still have to be convinced of that. I, I think there are cases where, um, the, where the, where the re total replacement of pipe is, is preferable. But it is a fantastic uh, uh, technology. It's incredibly uh, um uh, easy, well, relatively easy thing to to do. Other than you know, as opposed to chopping out and replacing the pipes. The other thing, which I think we all need to, as a as an industry, we need to catch a wake up. I'm going to use those words quite bluntly, okay? Because we need we've all been very complacent. We've sat back and said, "I'm a qualified plumber. As I don't need to any do anything anymore." We need to catch a damn wake up. And we need to continually educate ourselves about things, whether it's new technologies, whether it's new ways of, of, of um, digitally uh, incorporating my business into the digital platform, whether that is the, the processes involved, the invoicing and quoting and everything. That's great. What about um, marketing and, and advertising? What about technical upskilling? What about learning what the yes. standards require? What about the consequences of not complying to the standards? What about learning about where the 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 why are there vents on a on a on a on a dam? Um, you know, you'd swear that none of us know why there vents on a on a on a 
on a sewer system because there's no vents ever. So, <laughs> so it's, it's incredible, you know. It's so just allow yourself that just cut your pride and allow yourself to be upskilled a little bit and just go and learn stuff every day. Become an expert in one thing, even if it's one thing, just something that you can pick and say, I like that. Become a total expert. Go and read up outside of the of the of the plumbing field or the plumbing industry. Go and read up about it. Even if it's uh, AI, AI, that's great. I mean, you can incorporate that into your industry. There's no such thing as it cannot be incorporated. So become an expert at one thing. It's empowering and it's, it's a lovely thing to start to do. So uh, that's uh, my little Richard, rich, yeah? I, I want to get back to quickly, very, very quickly. In, in, in a few of our, our, our podcasts that we did together, um, we've, we've spoken about understanding the why of things. It's one thing. To learn your trade, to say if you fit two things, two pipes together and you connect them like this and you do it with the soldering and the whatever and the whatever or the, the crimping, whatever the case may be, it's one thing to understand that this is how you do it. It's another thing to teach yourself and to go and search for the information about why it is done in a specific way. And, and we always go back to the requirements of applicable standards. So. It is the standards can tell you, all right, you must place this valve so many centimeters above this here and in this direction, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when, when there are pipes in the ceilings, they need to be for every so many meters, they need to be a bracket that holds it against uh, the trusses or whatever, um, for firmness or whatever. But the fact is, it's one thing to, to, to look at the standard and see, all right, this is what the standard tells me that. It, this is how it must be. And yes, I can make it compliant. But it's another thing to actually understand why. What, what will happen if it is not like that? What is the reason why things must be done the way? That's, that's the one thing that I say, you know, that, that is, a, to me, it's very interesting to learn. You, I don't learn like a parrot. If you don't teach me the why behind a thing is done in a specific way, then then, then I'm not going to grasp it. Whether you teach me like a parrot or not, I, I'm not that kind of person that, that I don't learn like that. Then on the other hand, um, we spoke about a, a technical upskilling yourself. Um, here's one example that I want to learn, uh, want to share with the plumbers and, 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 and our listeners and our viewers out there. But the, it, technical upskilling, we are currently facing a massive massive water crisis in South Africa. Um, it's either that we cannot trust the quality of municipal water or water resources are running dry. Or when there's load shedding, the, 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 the reservoirs can't be filled up because the pumps can't pull, pump from the treatment plants to the reservoirs and into the reticulation so that we at our households can have water. So there's a massive water crisis. Plumbers can upskill themselves to become installers of water storage systems. Teach yourself that. Upskill yourself. Become a solutions provider. That's one thing I see upskilling yourself technically. We sit with a load shedding and electricity and energy crisis in South Africa. Upskill yourself. Become a solar geyser installer. Recommend that. Teach yourself. Do the necessary courses. Upskill yourself 
because that's a new thing that's entered the market. Yes, it's been around for a while, but it's gro the, there's a growing demand for solutions. You are already a trusted service provider with your customers. You can now become a solutions provider. Would you agree with that, that that is one thing, those two things that I, that I mentioned, Richard? No, definitely. Um, th that's, that's, uh, that's for sure. I mean, we know, I, I think a lot of us have got our head in the sand. But if you, if, you, if you ask us honestly, and if we stand in front of a mirror and we look at ourselves honestly and say, is there a water crisis looming in this country? We've got to say, yes, there is. There is. And it's, a bit, and it's, a, it's going to be nasty. So I, I, that's, I, I can't predict the future, but that's my gut feel. So I, I, green and sustainable technologies and, and sustainable plumbing and green plumbing is going to become a massive thing. Um, whether that's storage, whether that's water reuse. You know, recently, I, I'm not to waste time, just recently I, I attended a, a, a city of Cape Town water reuse kind of a, a, a forum, well, wastewater and, and energy forum. Uh, and, and I just wanted to say that, you know, for example, city of Cape Town has a, has a massive focus on uh, uh, not only... Uh, preserving and improving the quality of our existing freshwater surface water supplies, uh, but but also looking at possible reuse of millions upon millions upon millions of liters of wastewater for various purposes, which they've done for fifteen years, but they are upping the ante now, mm. and it is going to be it's becoming a it's becoming a really really big thing. If you're not if you're not in that kind of mindset and frame of mind when you go into every single site that you work on you, you you're behind the eight ball slightly yes. uh, sustainable sustainable and green plumbing is really it's not a, just a south african thing it's a world thing we've got to do it mm -hmm. um but the climate is changing and and we've got to as an as an industry we have to adapt we have yes. to adapt we, we've got to but come come to terms with it we, we, we keep saying installing like those systems like grey water storage and grey water harvesting, rainwater harvesting systems, water storage systems. There's even water filtration systems. And, and that's, that's becoming big in demand as well now because the quality of water that comes from our taps aren't reliable and, or isn't reliable. But the fact is that plumbers can now expand their skills and knowledge. They can take technical initiative to say, let me learn about products that can actually, that I can install. I can expand my, my knowledge. I can expand my service offerings, my business, and become a solutions provider if I learn about like water filtration systems and install that for my customers as a solution, um, um, Richard. And the other thing is also, we, we, again, there's also, um, from what I've learned over the, over the four years, that there are products, plumbing products, like faucets and stuff that, that you, that, am I correct to say that the, even the pressure doesn't get reduced drastically when you turn open the tap, but it, the way that it's designed, it uses less water? I, I'm yeah, not... yeah they, look, they, they, um, we, we, flow restriction. There, yes. there, is a, there is a whole um, sort of a bunch of products around flow restriction. And in fact, there are rules about how much water is allowed to flow out of a basin tap at any one time out of a shower. Um, and it's defined rules. Basin tap is, um, uh, don't shoot me if I'm wrong, but from memory, it's six liters per minute and a shower is 10 liters per minute. So if, and 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 um, 
and the shower roses are designed uh, to feel as though it's still a nice strong shower, which it is at 10 liters a minute, as opposed to 28 liters a minute. Um, and um, you can ask Sam, I did a calculation for the schools project the other day on, on, on the screen there, just with regards to how quickly that depletes, this, that small difference, how quickly that depletes, for example, 150 liter geezer. And um, and the, and then you do and you multiply that by seven days a week, and you multiply that by fifty-two weeks in a year, and so on, and it becomes a big story. So a little a little fifty rand aerator, at least a, a flow restrictor, is a, you know. So it becomes a no-brainer, Willem. It's really it's not a you know we don't have to go around and convince people. Come on, man. It's we 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 really have got, and and I don't think we take enough responsibility as an industry. I think we look upwards and we say, oh, what is IOPSA doing about it? What is PRB doing about it? What is my local authority doing about it? What is the national government doing about it? Well, they, you know what? What are we doing about it? What am I doing about it personally every day out there in the in the field? I am the plumbing industry. And you've got to look inwards and you've got to look to yourself and you've got to look to say, I have got this responsibility. What, what difference I make today matters. So we have got to look inside and we can't say, I mean, let them do it. So I think that's another mind shift change that we've got to, that we've got to enter because we've been considered such a, such a, a second rate industry for so many years. We consider ourselves as a second rate, a second rate people uh, as plumbers. This is the truth. So we don't feel powerful enough to have to, to make a change. And we don't feel powerful enough to be able to to affect any kind of a change, whereas that can't be further from the truth. You've got to stand up and say, no, 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 it starts here with me. And let's let's make a change. Take that initiative. Richard, I see that there's on your list that you've sent me there. There are a couple of other examples of how plumbers can uh, or how we can unpack the concept of adapting to to uh, changing things and a changing landscape. But I think let's take a quick, a very quick ad break to our listeners and our viewers. Please don't go away. Have a look at these ad breaks. Richard and I will be back right after these. My bro, this CPT of this is a complete waste of my time. I know this thing very well. It's in my blood. I pride myself in this. I don't need help from a bunch of paper pushers, paper pushers. while I'm doing the real work. Are you someone who thinks it can never happen to me? Are you someone who does not consider the long-term effects of not being willing to learn more? CPD is not in place as a burden to the plumber, but rather as a mechanism to ensure that you remain up to date and current with new material, products, standards, and of course, ways of doing installation. In addition, the CPD Rewards Program's intent is to ensure that you receive great rewards while in pursuit of becoming a better version of you for the benefit of yourself and that of your customers. So here's how it works. Depending on your level of tiers, whether you are blue, bronze, silver, gold or diamond, you stand a chance in being rewarded with discounts on COCs, Proud Plumber t-shirts, your annual renewal and of course various 
other prizes. Welcome back. You are still joined here with me and Richard Bailey uh, having a technical discussion or a technical episode of the Professional Plumber podcast about taking technical initiative. And now, just before the ad break, uh, we spoke about what it is, what it means to take initiative. Uh, we spoke about the fact that we are in an ever-changing world, in an evolving world, and that does not exclude the plumbing trade and the plumbing industry. Plumbing trade also moves forward. Everything changes. There's new technologies, new products, new materials, new, new methods of doing things. Um, this, the, it's a constantly evolving and taking initiative, um, technical initiative for that matter, to say the, the responsibility also lies with me to keep up with, with new trends, new things, so that I can be or become a solutions provider where there may exist crises or problems in our country, uh, in the world, whatever the case may be. Now, you as a plumber, you're already a, a trusted service provider. You already have an established customer basis. And you can become that person who says, let me take initiative. Let me go and learn about what products, what methods, what skills I need so that I can become that solutions provider, so that I can improve improve myself, improve my business, and improve the world that we are living in. And in, in, the, in so doing, deliver even, even better services to your customers than what you already do. Richard, just before we went into the ad break, we were discussing uh, how we can unpack the concept of plumbers adapting to this changing, this ever-changing landscape. We mentioned a few examples, uh, technologies, all of those things. Uh, one thing that I noted here on your list was um, diagnostic equipment and skills. Mm. Yeah, so um, that, that has changed. We've, 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 we've moved on from uh, taking a screwdriver and putting it on a tap to your ear, uh, although it still works, you know, the doctor's stethoscope still works. But we've moved on from that. Um, the truth be told, you know, old school plumbers like myself, we, it's a difficult transition. You, 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 you kind of because what it is, it, what it's, what it's saying to you, is that the skills you had and had to hone over so many years are now val have zero value. That's not the case. It's not zero value. It's a lot of value. But it's but we've moved on. So it's not a it's not a it's not an affront to my skill set. It's a simply a, a mindset change to we've got now leak detection equipment of all description, whether it's gas, whether it's uh, um, ultrasonic, whether it is uh, you name it. They, they the experts will tell you that they are they, you can detect leaks everywhere, pipe location. So you've got to you've got to be abreast with that and. Um, I mean, uh, the, the camera, the camera technology that we have these days for inspection of pipes inside of a sewer line. You can go and inspect the inside of a sewer line, the way which we could only dream of, uh, you know, twenty years ago. I mean, it's just impossible. So, the 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 tools that are available are, are vast. And don't sit and and again, don't sit on your laurels and say, "Well, my method is best. It's always worked for me." It's not going to work in every situation. These things were developed because there are situations where they are needed. 
and you've got to accept that. So just just get get with it. Um, digital communication I, I mentioned uh, a little bit a couple of minutes ago. You know, with if you're not digitally, um, I mean, here's this old dog talking about digital stuff. What do I know? But if you're not digitally at least a little bit, uh, um, what's the word, um, fluent? Mm. You 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 be again. You're behind the eight ball. You you you're going to struggle. You've got to have a platform somewhere. You, your business has got to have some sort of a digital footprint. So so do you have to have some sort of an ability to go into the digital realm. So and 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 this and communicate with not only your customers but also your your well everybody really digitally rather than on a piece of paper and facts. Richard, one, one, one example of that is I've many plumbers that I've spoken to uh, are not even uh, comfortable in using an email, something as simple as email. Um, the, Got to. The, the, you know, that's, that's one way, that's one example of digital communication or digital presence. It's, you have to have that because your customers are going to want you to send them emails. Look, I mean, it, Willem, I mean, 15 years ago, if you didn't have a fax, you were out of the water. Mm. You had to have a fax. If you didn't have a, a landline to pick up and, and somebody sitting at the landline to pick up for your business, it's like that. So if you say to me, well, nothing's ever, if, if like, like an email is not necessary now. Okay. So the email is the chosen method now, which if we, if we extrapolate that mindset, backwards and we say well then the phone was never necessary nor was a fax nor was letter writing nor was a pen nor was a piece of paper no come on man just get with it i know it's uncomfortable at first but i mean a lot of stuff is uncomfortable you've got to get through that barrier and just uplift yourself and it's not a de de derogatory statement it's just trying to 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 get uh, you know the mindset right to say you've got to you've got to or you're going to be left behind it's as simple as that it's as simple as that. The last thing I want to talk about is networking. We've heard it a million times. Something for me, which is not really, uh, it's never featured in my life. But the, these days, I must admit, um, for the last couple of years, <clears throat> I've been exposed to a bit of networking. And, uh, and, it, and it really is um, something that um, just puts you in different spaces. So I, I just wanted to say, don't ever... Um, don't ever uh, uh, disregard or refuse an opportunity to, to, to network with, with the right people. Whether it's on a golf course, whether it's at a social get-together, whether it's at a conference, don't ever refuse that right because you feel uncomfortable. Um, it's, it's worth it. And just go and over overcome your, your hesitation and your fears and whatever and just go and say, I'm, I'm picked and this is my card and this is what I do. And that's it. So I'll, I'll stop there. Richard, I want to I want to quickly. You're talking about networking. Um, plumbers must also realize that yes, um, we all have to make a living. We all have to put food on our table and provide for our families and our, um, you know, through you know through the business that we conduct. But we are not necessarily each other's competition. Plumbers not there, there's there's more than ample plumbing work to be done. Uh, civilization cannot exist without plumbers. There will always be plumbing work to be done. Um, but one of the plumbers that I know um, has, has come up with this concept where they say, right, uh, let, if we network, let's, let's take sort of maintenance plumbers that would otherwise have 
if they land a large project for a revamp on a hospital or a clinic or something like that, they would otherwise have looked at that and said, whoa, 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 this kind of project is too big for me because I'm not a commercial plumber, I'm a maintenance plumber. And this commercial plumber said, okay, hang on a second. Let me step in sort of in a mentor, mentorship capacity and say, right, let's, let's do this project together. And then from my experience as a commercial plumber, I can teach you, the, you the, the, the maintenance plumber, I can teach you everything that I already know from uh, dealing with quantity surveyors, from putting in the quotations and the, and the proposals and those kind of things, right through to knowing what you need, how much you need of it, how to install it, um, how to price it, how to finish the job. And, and how to get payment and contracting and everything. That's part of networking that I see. Those are plumbers that are not seeing each other as competition. They are, net, they are coming together, transferring skills and knowledge. At the end of the day, that is also something that, that is that's an upliftment for the entire industry, especially when you transfer your knowledge. It's taking that technical initiative and saying, you know what, these, these guys, they're not my competition. There's ample work for all of us. Let me teach them what I know. Let me improve the industry and the trade that I know. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, that, so networking is, again, it, I mean, it's such a, vast, such a vast thing that you can chat about it for hours. I'll tell you what networking, as I perceive it and, and how I've experienced that over the last couple of years, what networking has done for me personally it has taken me from a mindset of I'm um, just a stupid plumber to I've actually got something to offer. And it's done it quite gradually. Um, so what you what happens is you go into a place where you, it's filled with people that are way above your station. This is me talking. I'm not saying it's above plumbing. I'm saying this is me talking in my perception and my mindset. So it's you filled with people way above your station. You're looking up at you're looking at these people. And say, I don't belong here. <clears throat> I don't belong here. I'm an imposter here. I don't. This is. I don't even know why I'm here. And then you start raising your hand or start to say something, and people start to take an interest, and they say, Oh, but that's quite interesting, and this and that. And you start to have discussions, and you say, Oh, hang on a second. I did have some value to add here. That's why I'm here. So so and so it happens. And 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 every time because I believe it or not, Willem, I'm an introvert. I do not want this thing on me. I don't want, I've never wanted it. It's, it ju I just happen to have fallen into it and now I'm enjoying it thoroughly. But when I'm in a public space and there's a forum going on, there's 200 people that I don't know and there's a speaker and I put up my hand to ask a question. You know how intimidating that is for me? And every time I do that, I, I, I mentally and internally have to overcome a massive hurdle before I do that, and I do it like this, my hand is shaking, and I can hardly speak because I'm palpitating that much. But you've got to do it. Yeah. So you just get over that 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 self doubt and whatever, and 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 what it brings is a is a whole bunch of um, whole bunch of uh, strength, and 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 pride and and sort of self worth. That's me personally. I'm talking from a personal perspective. Net, so that's net. what it's brought for me. Yeah. Networking creates opportunities. It opens doors. That's all it does. That's what networking does. Richard, um, I, I want to end off this episode. I want to get back to taking initiative. I want to I very, very quickly, by, by saying the following, I want to end off this episode. Um, 
getting back to the fact that South Africa faces quite a few uh, crises, uh, whether it's load shedding in power supply, whether it is the, with our water, whether it's with our pollution in our natural water resources, you know, raw sewage flowing into our natural resources, those kind of things. The fact is that plumbers are already trusted service providers. I'm going to reiterate that. You already have the trust of your customers. You already have customers, an established customer base. You can take initiative by upskilling yourself and learning about products and methods and, and obtaining the skills to install them so that you can be a solutions provider. Take the initiative. Take the initiative to contribute towards solutions for the various crises that the country is facing. Uh, one of the, of the uh, uh, plumbers in the industry that I really look up to and have a lot of respect for, uh, Duncan Keel of the UPP, plumber, UPP Plumbing or UPP Plumbers, um, Duncan always said, if there's no water, plumbers cannot plumb. The plumbers cannot plumb without water. So if you can take technical initiative and help save water, because that's one of the crises that we face. You're helping save your trade. You're helping save your industry. So Richard, I want to thank you for the, the, the advice and uh, the information that you shared with us, to our listeners and our viewers. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your effort. It's only a pleasure. And yeah, thank you. Thanks for your time and effort. I think this has been quite a long one. Sam's got some editing to do. <laughs> <laughs> to our listeners, our viewers, Sam is our uh, our everything, our jack of all trades, our editor, our uh, scriptwriter, our uh, uh, the lighting the, the lighting person ever. So, <laughs> Sam, this one's for you. It's a long one to edit, but to our listeners, our viewers, that concludes the conversation between Richard and myself about taking technical initiative, taking initiative in your trade, in your industry, become that leader, take that initiative and become a leader and change the things. Adopt, adapt to the change and change the world. You be the change that you want to see in this world. Um, don't go away yet because right after this, we'll bring you some industry announcements. But from Richard and myself, we'll see you in the next one. Our National Roadshow will kickstart on the 8th of March as we celebrate the annual World Plumbing Day 2024 at our offices in Vieta Park, Centurion. Join us for a day filled with fun. The Plumbing Travelling Exhibition also returns for its nationwide run in March. Its first stop will be in Bloemfontein on the 14th of March. To visit this expo or to be part thereof, go to www.plumbingexpos.co.za or call 011-579-4940. New Year, New Look. Look out for something new in the month of February. More information about this will be communicated soon.